All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Better late than never. Welcome. Yeah! It's crazy. Fucking Anton Lander. I always really like the Bagmilk Yeah! Bagmilk. This is Ceases. 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 Tyler, your rem check is so... Fucking sexy. Mm, yes, he is. Jesus. Fucking Anton Lander. It's Fucking Anton Lander. Babe. Let's turn it down. Let's get going on the podcast. A better late than never. This is so fucking sexy. Better late than never is so sexy. Depending on where it come from. I'm not here to kink shame. It could be anything that you're into. I am just here to support your endeavors, whatever they may be. And as I do every week, I start off with a shout out to the audio department. Check them out at theaudiodepartment.ca. Book some studio time so you too can record a podcast. You too can record anything you like. You got an indie indie band, you know, maybe a folk band. You got an acoustic guitar and a little uh, straw hat. You go on, on in there. Go to theaudiodepartment.ca and you too can record a podcast just like this one that got five stars from Ben. One of the best hockey podcasts if you like nonsense. And if you are an RNH fan, this podcast is for you. Hey, Bag Milk, if you want to check out my YouTube channel, it's Oilers Daily. That is a five star review from Sunny12448833. It just says incredible from Ben. Sunny, are you actually Ben? Either way, thank you for the review. Please keep leaving those. Give me five stars. You can plug your own YouTube. You can plug your own YouTube channel. What was that one again? I will give it another one. 
this is Oilers Daily. Check out Oilers Daily on YouTube. There you go. That is a five-star review. Again, shout out to the audiodepartment.ca for making all this possible. Welcome to a brand new week, everybody. Hockey is back. Hockey is back, and I'm excited. Last night, the Oilers played the Detroit Red Wings, and what was a spirited affair? I didn't really expect that from a game against the Wings, but we'll get to all that. But first... How can I not start off the podcast with a recap of MILF Manor? Now, listen, if you're not watching this show, you can just skip ahead about 30 seconds in the podcast. I just need to talk about it because episode four was fantastic. Kelly and Billy snuck away from the others to turn up the heat into the steamy sauna situation. Then, Kelly with an E, she passed out and snores like a train. Do trains snore? Well, they make a lot of noise when they drive by anyway, so everybody ended up leaving the room. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was hilarious. Also, there's one of the moms. I don't remember her name right now. Mm, Let me try and figure it out. Ah, Stephanie. Stephanie is her name. She is getting involved with two of the sons, Ryan and Gabriel, and now they're starting to have beef. Stephanie likes Gabriel because they have fun. They have laughs, and they got the lols. Ryan, however, is a little bit older. He's a little bit more mature, and she could see herself settling down with a guy of his type. Now, what happens between the two? Shenanigans. Ryan and Gabriel are jealous of each other. They both want Stephanie's action, but you know what? They both can't have it. Or maybe they can. I don't know what their kink is. All I know is that this show is getting funnier and weirder at the same time. We also had a couple, uh, a mom and a kid kicked off the show. I don't even know their names. They were so boring. Essentially, they were kicked out for, oh, you guys aren't trying to make, you aren't putting in an effort to try and meet people and find true love. Well, we know what that means on reality TV shows, shows don't we? They're just boring. They're boring. They're not in the mix. My guy doesn't have his shirt off. Mom isn't out there grinding. She's not doing anything. This is Milf Manor, people. You got to step your games up if you want to play in this arena. Well, episode four was fantastic. Cannot wait for episode five. Again, now we're starting to get more drama. There's still time for you to get caught up here, people. There's still time. Stephanie doesn't want Ryan to think he could dictate who she hangs out with. Ryan's getting jealous. They made a bet. They made a bet. Who won the bet? I'll leave that up to you to decide. All I know, there's a lot of drama building. And as the episodes go on, and this cast of characters gets hornier, well, this show's getting good. This show's getting good, but... You're not here for that. I understand. You're not here to hear me talk about Milf Manor. I guess maybe you are. Or else why else would you be here? So we'll move on to some other things. The first thing I want to tell you about is, real quick, Nation Vacation to Toronto. That's coming up in just over a month, March 10th to 12th. That is starting to sell out. Starting to sell out. And I got a feeling by the time we answer or we I record this podcast next week, we're going to have more trips sold on this vacation. And we're going to be real close to being sold out. So if you want to come to us or come with us to Toronto, March 10 to 12th, go to nationgear.ca and check out the package put together by our friends at AMA Travel. They make things so easy for us. We're going to show up at the airport. We all check in. The group check-in is seamless. Thanks to AMA Travel. We get on the plane. We're in and out. Hell of a weekend. By the way, we're staying at the Royal York. I keep saying the Royal Oak. It is the Royal York Hotel. That's downtown. It's fancy. We are also going to be watching the game in a suite, which is also sweet, but S-W-E-E-T as opposed to S-U-I-T-E. 
If you've got a hockey bucket list, experiencing a Hockey Night in Canada game in Toronto from a suite, it's got to be on there. Let's cross that off your list. So nationgear.ca is the place to go to get all of that information. And uh, next up, I want to tease a little bit this week's question of the week because I love this one. I just asked simply, it's silly season right now. We got all kinds of rumors. I'm going to get to that in the news. But what is your bold Oilers prediction for the rest of the season? My boy Sam, he just says a goalie fight between Campbell and Murray in Toronto. Listen, I'm going to be in Toronto for that game. I'm going to be at that game. So if Campbell and Murray get in a scrap, I'm going to be having the best time of all time. Will it happen? Ah, I can't see it happening personally, but this is this is my boy Sam's bold prediction. Geo Oil says McDavid has one monster game, four goals and two points or two assists or something like that in the remaining 32. So we're looking for a six point effort out of McDavid. That's from Geo Oilers. We got a lot more of these that we're going to get to in time with the rest of the podcast. But first, let's get to the news. As a sponsor, the news is brought to you by Cattail Crossing Blades of Steel Pond Hockey Tournament. That's coming up on February 18th and 19th out in St. Albert. The Blades of Steel 3-on-3 Pond Hockey Tournament is hosted by Cattail Crossing and Winter Club and presented by Sticks Together Foundation. This is an all-ages tournament. You want to bring the kids? You bring the kids. You want to bring your buddies? You bring your buddies. You want to round up all your cousins just because you love playing shinny so much together? You do that. All in the name of charity. Sticks Together aims to provide the necessary resources to give children of underprivileged communities the opportunity to learn and play the sport of hockey. Not only are you going to have a great time outside, not only are you going to have a great time at this tournament, you have the opportunity to win 10000 bucks in cash prizes, play with NHL alum. The winning team gets to give a donation to the charity of their choice. There's a lot to like here. So what you need to do is go to stickstogetherfoundation.com. Stickstogetherfoundation.com. That's where you will find all the information you need about the tournament, how you can enter. But I promise you that you need to enter quickly. They will sell out. You understand? They will sell out. What I'm telling you is that you need to be a part of this tournament and you do not want to wait. Got it? I'm just going to let that soak in for you for a second. Do you understand? Okay, great. Now, let's get to the news. Last night, the Oilers were back for their first game in 10 days against the Detroit Red Wings. And one of the stories that we were asked about before the game was Jay Woodcroft and his time in Detroit. He started as a video coach there won a Stanley Cup there. And when he was asked about what it meant to go back to Detroit, his time there, he always loops it back to the Oilers, and I love Jay Woodcroft for it. Yeah, um, obviously uh, anybody involved in hockey, the dream is to win uh, the big silver trophy. And uh, it was a dream come true. Uh, I can tell you uh, we had some really good hockey teams during my time in Detroit. My first year... I think we had 126 or 128 points. We were at- Do you remember when Detroit would just run the table? Every single year, the Detroit Red Wings were the best team on earth, and it was because they could spend literally whatever they wanted. I did a... I don't remember offhand, so just bear with me as I'm trying to pull some shit out of my brain bank from years ago. I did a cap article on OilersNation.com a while back where I looked at Detroit's 
cap situation during some of those years and they were basically spending well there was no salary cap first of all and they were basically spending double the amount of money than some of the other teams were winning or playing you know like they always hear that argument like oh well if Connor mcdavid had his steve eiserman moment then maybe the oilers would win a cup well there was like seven or eight hall of famers on that team so you know how it goes anyway jay woodcroft back to you sir set by the oilers in the first round uh the next year we lost in the third round to anaheim and then uh, we're finally able to get it done with a great team in 2008 and for me um i was just telling my my friend here uh that that set the basis for me uh as a as a coach was to see what these players went through on a daily basis um, to achieve their dream and see what our coaching staff did um, to achieve the dream. My guy loves to learn, doesn't he? He's like, I wanted to see what the players experience. I wanted to see what the coaches experience. I love his joie de vivre when it comes to learning. Woody, I respect it. Um, but it didn't happen overnight. It was a three-year process, and uh, I'm thankful for that experience because it certainly shaped me as a person and as a coach. Well, as a coach... My guy, Jay Woodcroft, he benched Yessa Pooley-Arvey last night. And based on last week's podcast feedback, oh boy, you guys got a little spicy. You guys got a little upset with me for some of the things that I was saying. <laughs> I said that I believe Yessa Pooley-Arvey will be getting traded whenever they activate the weathers activate kyler yamamoto off the ltir and today ken holland appeared on ryan rashog's got your back podcast and there's a couple of quotes that stuck out to me here and pertaining to what i said last week remember i said last week if kyler yamamoto comes off the ltir somebody has got to go either they add somebody else to the ltir that makes $3 million, or somebody's got to go. So when asked about that situation today on Got Your Back, that's, again, Rashog's podcast, once Kyler Yamamoto comes off the LTIR and no one else goes on, I've got some real difficult decisions to make. All of our bottom-of-the-roster players are going to be involved in that decision to decide. They can't, they all can't stay. Now... For those of you that were getting a little upset with your old boy, your boy bag milk, that is straight from the GM. Now, you can take that as you please, or you can just jump onto my side of the fence and just kind of read between the lines of what's happening here. Kyler Yamamoto's got a $3.1 million cap hit. He is going to be coming off the long-term injury reserve as early as Saturday. So that is the game against the Ottawa Senators, right? Somebody's got to go. It's going to be yes, a Pooley And it hurts me to say it. I'm not taking any joy in being right here. But ultimately, I believe I'm going to be right. And when Ken Holland said this stuff on Rashog's podcast today, I was like, well, it makes sense. It makes sense because it goes in line with what I had heard last week. What else did Ken say, you might ask, pertaining to the trade deadline? Well, your boy Bag Milk's here for you. Or you can just go listen to uh, Got Your Back if you want. Regardless of the names, we're dollar in, dollar out. So if we're starting bringing people in with big cap numbers, we're going to have to do some real gymnastics here to move people out. When you're in a long-term injury situation like we are, it's much more difficult at the trade deadline. I would like to do something. Am I convinced I will do something, though? I don't know. We know Ken Holland's going to do something. 
We absolutely know he's going to do something. And again, my bet is we're probably going to have a trade coming here in the next handful of days. If Kyler Yamamoto, who is with the team, by the way, he is with the team on this road trip. If he comes off LTIR, I just, I just see Yessa leaving. And as much as that bums me out, because I like the player and I like what he brings and I'm scared of the depth on the right side of the forward group. It's the most obvious move that, not that I want to happen, but the most obvious move that I think is going to happen, I believe will happen. So that's a bummer, man. If you're a Yesa Puliarvi fan, you better be bracing yourself for what happens later in the week because unless Kyler Yamamoto has some kind of setback, and I don't believe he has, we could be seeing a trade here coming sooner than later. Uh, going back to last year's trade deadline, just to remind you, the Oilers did pick up Brett Kulak. That was a big pickup. Uh, they also got Derek Broussard. Massive, massive pickup. So we got to make sure just a real quick remembrance of Derek Broussard. Let's go, baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see. But we're getting close to crunch time. And with Yamamoto on the road trip, you know, I've got an idea who's in the targets. I've got an idea who's the sights are set on. Take that as you wish. Uh, other news, Warren Fogle. He was a healthy scratch in the Oilers' last game against Chicago. That was 10 days ago. He was back in the lineup last night. He got two goals in his first game back. Bah. On Oilers Nation Radio earlier in the day, I said that my guy who needs to bounce back in the second half of the season, the unofficial second half of the season, is Warren Fogle. He just hasn't been anywhere near as good as we'd hoped he would be this year. And last night, I thought he was great. He had a couple of chances to complete the hat trick, ultimately couldn't get the job done. But the thing I liked most about the way he played is he was noticeable. He didn't disappear out there. He was involved. And the goals he scored, while the one was an absolute beauty, teed off in Nugent Hopkins two-on-one, the second he got, it was just luck from crashing the net. And that was one of those games where you need a greasy goal. You absolutely need a greasy goal or two sometimes to get a win like that. It wasn't the prettiest win you'll ever see, that 5-2 five, uh, win over the Red Wings. In fact, I thought the Wings were incredibly unlucky in the first period. They hit, what, three posts? That could have been a very different game had those gone in. But luckily enough, the Oilers were able to take advantage of their bounces. They got a couple of lucky breaks. The Warren Fogle one specifically, the second goal, that took a couple of friendly bounces on the way there. Speaking of which, my guy Vinny DeHarnay, he got an assist. That's his fourth assist of the year on Warren Fogel's second goal. He is just an apple tree from that spot on the point, isn't he? He's got that sneaky wrister. It doesn't take a whole lot of time to get off. He doesn't take a big wind-up. He doesn't delay. He just throws it on net. And more often than not, damn it, he's getting them through, and I like it. I really, really like it. So what do we know? We know that Vinny DeHarnay is making an impact, and we know that he's starting to collect points, and I feel like it's only a matter of time before one of those sneaky ones from the point is going to go in for the guy, you know? Whew! Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Vinny DeHarnay, when he scores, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose it. I'm going to probably punch a hole through my ceiling, not because I'm mad, but because I'm doing a tiger upcut, uppercut of joy. Uh, Horyuken! And I jump up so high punch a hole clear through my ceiling outside even the roof and the ceiling <laughs> uh we'll see anyway i love any day harnay 
I really do. And going back to the trade deadline, I wrote an article over on OilersNation.com, just some of the names that the Oilers have been tied to over the last handful of weeks based on Frank Saravalli's trade deadline list over at DailyFaceoff.com, and it is extensive. There are a lot of names on there, and we'll see what happens. Ken Holland says they're dollar in, dollar out. Do I buy that? Not really. I don't believe anything any GM says at this point in time, you know? Um, I mean, like, case in point, New York Islanders sign Bo Horvat to an eight-year, $8.5 million extension, and the first thing out of Lou Lamorello's mouth was, too much money for too long! If only he had some kind of control over that, you know? <clears throat> if only he had some kind of control over that. And to wrap up the news, there's not really a whole lot going on since we just got started yesterday. I'm going to talk more about the uh, the game against the Red Wings and the Righteous Sack beating. There was a couple of things that annoyed me from that game. But looking ahead before the next episode of Better Late Than Never, unless something crazy happens, you know, if there's a trade, I'm going to do an emergency episode for show. We've got Philly on fr- on on Thursday, I should say. Philly, while they're starting to turn it around a little bit, they're terrible. That is a game that they absolutely have to win, the Oilers do. They are 4-4-2 and in their last 10 at the time of recording, so they're mediocre at best. They're 21-22-9 on the season. They can hurt you if you're not paying attention, but I ultimately think that is a game the Oilers should win. On Saturday morning, that is a 10.30 a.m. mountain start. They're playing the Ottawa Senators. Weird, weird timing this weekend. Weird timing. Like, I know out east, that's 1.30 in the afternoon, which isn't the weirdest time for a matinee, but like 10.30 a.m., come on. And then the next day, Super Bowl Sunday, the Oilers have got another game at 10.30 a.m. against the Montreal Canadiens. To me, that is a must-win game as well. The Ottawa Senators, I'm not really calling a must-win game because you don't know what you can get from them. They've got plenty of pieces that can burn you if you're not paying attention. But if you are playing on top of your game, if you are crossing off the T's and dotting the I's and paying attention to the details on both sides of the puck, the Oilers should win that. So I would be happy if they pick up three or four on this road trip. Ultimately, I think they should win four or four, but it doesn't matter what I think. It really doesn't matter what I think, even though I should get a say in all of this, right? That's how we wrap up the news. Again, the news is brought to you by the Cattail Crossing Blades of Steel Pond Hockey Tournament. That is going on February 18th and 19th out in St. Albert. Check out details at SticksTogetherFoundation.com. That is SticksTogetherFoundation.com. You have got until February 14th to enter your team. That is six days from now. Do you understand? Of course you do. Get on out there. Get on out there. You are going to have a blast. I promise you. You're already listening to Better Late Than Never. Why don't you tell a friend, a human, a family member? Yes. Even if you run a hotel. Manuel! Here we go. Yes. Leave a review. Yes. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20 20, 20 ready to get 20 20, ready to get 15 15, 15 15, just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. For our friends at Betway, let's talk a little betting. I got to say, I did miss betting on the Oilers while they were on their 10-day break. I, was, I didn't know what to do with myself. I actually was looking at betting on some of the All-Star events, but then what I remembered is, huh, Bag milk, you don't care at all about the All-Star game. What I cared about was Connor's mullet. Can't bet on that. What I cared about is Talia Remchuk getting a little bit of vitamin D, getting a little bit of sun. Can't bet on that. So last night, the Oilers were back. I threw down a couple of bets, though I was conservative last night. I will admit that I was conservative. I just thought 10-day break, boys are boozing a little bit, allegedly in my opinion. Or if you watch Dylan Holloway's live feed, absolutely um so i was nervous i was nervous about a sloppy game and we got it in the first period so i was at the time i was glad that i went conservatively but then something hit for me then i got my big win of the night i bet ryan nugent hopkins to get a goal and an assist that came in at a tasty little plus 350 my five dollars turned into over 20 bucks paid for the rest of the night I didn't even care that I lost some other bets. I had a parlay where it's the Oilers to beat Detroit and then the Tampa Bay Lightning to beat San Jose. Guess what? San Jose won somehow. Tampa Bay fucked me. But did I care? No, I didn't because my Nugent Hopkins pre-built bet from our friends at Betway was exactly what I needed to come out ahead on the evening. And I was just happy about it. I was just happy about it. So if you are of legal age and you can bet responsibly, check out what's going on with our friends at Betway. You know, just make sure that you're playing within your limits, right? Of course. You're listening to Better Late Never with bagged milk on your usual podcast scenario. What I would suggest is you like, subscribe. Hey, guess what? Leave a review. Otherwise, the puppy gets it. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. 
For the folks at Trilogy Oilfield Rentals, it is time for the Righteous Sack Beating. Of course... Trilogy Oilfield Rentals are an established provider of oilfield rental tools with full-time operating units in Provost, Weyburn, and Kindersley. They also provide seasonal and project-specific stations at Fort St. John, Fort McMurray, Lac Labiche, and others as customers require. TrilogyRentals.ca, that's where you need to go to get some more info on everything they have got going on. What annoys me this week? Well, not a whole lot. I'm living pretty good, you know? I'm living pretty good. The weather's been great. Got a fresh little dose of snow last night, but that's cool. It was the light, fluffy one. You can make some snowballs and you can go play. It's real nice. In fact, as I'm recording today, it is 10 to 3 p.m. on a Wednesday afternoon. The sun is shining. I'm looking forward to getting my dog outside. He's laying right beside me on his bed. He's looking forward to his walk as well. So you may ask yourself, Bag Milk, what's bothering you this week? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. Last night during the Oilers game against the Detroit Red Wings, the thing that annoys me the most is when you've got players on any team, thankfully it wasn't our team, that act like tough guys, but only when they're in packs and they're outnumbering someone or when the linesmen are around. And last night, the Detroit Red Wings were guilty of that en masse. Tyler Bertuzzi, he was all over it. He was just sending in cheap shots when all you, all his boys were around and the Oilers were by themselves. I was thinking about a couple of specific instances where Evander Kane was, you know, he was being Evander Kane. He was probably being annoying out there. I'm not going to deny that. But then he, to see him get jumped by a bunch of guys and only start swinging at him when the linesmen were in the way, like, what are you doing? You're making yourself look like a total idiot. You're making yourself look incredibly weak. And the reality is when the Oilers play the Red Wings again next Wednesday, a week from today, I doubt you're going to try any of that shit on Evander Kane if he says, let's drop him, let's go. There was so much chirping and face washing and just nothing last night coming out of the Detroit Red Wings. They were fake tough guys last night. That's all they were. And I don't understand that approach because to me... You look like idiots. How about the Red Wings players that were acting tough when they had numbers or when the linesmen were there to protect them? They're fake hard boys, you know? After the game, and I'm paraphrasing, Evander Kane said, listen, none of those guys want any of this smoke. They're only tough guys when the linesmen are around. And I thought that was hilarious that he mentioned it in the media post game because that's exactly what I felt. If you're going to be a tough guy, you better be prepared when a real tough guy comes around and punches you in the mouth. And the Detroit Red Wings were not prepared for that last night, and instead they made themselves look ridiculous. So to you, Detroit Red Wings, pull it together. If you want to fight somebody, just fight. Don't hide behind the linesmen. I know they protect you, but it makes you look like idiots. And there you go, my righteous act beating of the week. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. For Trilogy Rentals, I see Nick is chiming in with a guest RSB, so I'm going to do the intro one more time, and then Nick, it is up to you. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. Big milk. Um, I'm going to preface this by saying this is coming from me. <laughs> Like, I mean, you're starting an RSB, but you're you know, like melancholy. You're like, it's like you're talking to me in a library or something. Are you hiding from someone? You're recording this in secret? I love, I love this team. I am saying this because I don't like what they've been doing, and I would like them to be better. Um, 
So Heritage Classic, the prices for some of the tickets just came out. Hmm. And they are unbelievably expensive. Um, $627 is the going rate for a group package in the Upper Bowl at Commonwealth. Was it a group package? I did not know that there were some of the tickets coming out. So I'm going to, as you're talking here, Nick, I'm going to look here to try and corroborate some of this uh, this evidence you've got here because how much is in a group? Is that two people? Is that three people? I need to know. $627 to sit where you cannot see the puck. <laughs> if I'm paying $627, I better be getting a fucking... Oh my god, dude. Or- no. 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 Nick, no. So we started off all right, Nick, and then I'm cutting the rest of what you said. I'm not even letting you go. Don't be an idiot. Got it? Good. Good. We try to make jokes on here, but let's not go there. All right? So, I'm stopping you. I'm stopping you. And I'm giving a shout out to our folk, the fine folks at Trilogy Oilfield Rentals again. And now I got to mark this, Nick. Now I got to mark where you. You know what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I took her home from an Oilers game. I grabbed a beer. And she asked for the same I head back to the bridge For an IPA But all I had was about that's begged And that's about the time she walked away from me Nobody likes it when you're out of coconut Okay, the RV with an oiler sweater Your intro is a budget host I guess I'll just sit here And check out better than There's nothing better late than never I love that he calls himself Budget Mark Hoppus, but I disagree with that entirely. I need to crank up the uh, the volume on that one, though. I need to figure that out. But I am ordering my Roadcaster here right away. I was going to do it last week, but, you know, I'm going to wait till I get paid. I'm going to be responsible. And then I'm going to order it, and then I think I can adjust the volume better than I can on this little soundboard that is running through my iPad. With that said, time for the voicemail. Welcome to the voicemail. Welcome to the voicemail. We have got a bunch of voicemails coming in this week, as well as more responses to the question of the week. Let's get started here. I've got, what do I got here today? I got three, seven, ten voicemails coming in and a whole bunch more responses to the question of the week, which is what is your bold prediction for the remainder of the regular season? The Oilers will post a shutout this season. That one's from FIFA Las Vegas. I wish I would have known that was, I would have read that. I wish I would have read that last night and asked Gavin where they are on their shutout watch. Because Gavin, the intern, you may see him on some of our stuff. You probably heard him on a couple of times of Tyler's show. He's tracking the last time the Oilers got a shutout. It's been a minute. It has been a minute. So I think it was game seven of the Stanley Cup finals against the LA Kings. Does that sound right? I feel like I fucked that up, but I don't know. Uh, Shadow says we're getting four 100-point scorers this year, man. Four. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? 
Connor Leon, they're obvious. They're gimmies. But then Nugent Hyman? Come on, baby. Just one guy says Edmonton will win the Pacific Division and end up playing Calgary in the first round. That will go to seven games with Edmonton prevailing. My guy Bearded Brad says my bold prediction is a nation watch party at the pint where Connor passes Lord Stanley to Leon. Rusty the Reckless Optimist. Oilers finish first in the West and McDavid scores 70 goals and 156 points. Woo! Could you imagine? Let's get to the voicemail. First one, there's no name on it. <laughs> Presto, I can't hear you. Damn it. I wanted to hear Presto rant and I can't hear anything. Damn it. Presto, I'm sorry, man. Like, could you hear your own audio here? Like, you sound awful. Normally, you sound great. Fuck. I love the beef that's going on in the voicemail right now, and I really wanted to hear Presto's rebuttal. So, Presto, please, whatever you said there, channel it again, but speak into the microphone or whatever you did differently this time. Don't do that. Surveyor Brett, you're up. Yeah, fuck me. That, um,. That Aussie bloke la- that left a ma- message last week. <laughs> what the fuck? Surveyor Brett, lest anyone believe this is actually him, it is not. Unless, unless you're, if you're going to hit me with a an accent change here, then I'm gonna I'm gonna my mind's gonna be blown. We'll see where this goes. Fucking swearing about dogs and and shit. That was that was really intense. I think he needs to he needs to fucking calm down a bit. Just just, just take a fucking chill. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I agree with what he was saying, but like, fuck me, mate. You know. <laughs> um, what else? Can, can we say? Can we just make a rule where we're not impersonating fellow callers? Like, just be you. You could be fake surveyor, Brett. I'll allow that. Uh, you could be fake Presto. I'll allow that. But uh, damn it, I'm still upset about Presto. Like I, I could tell he's there's a minute and a half of him ranting, and I wanted to hear it, but I couldn't hear anything. Damn it. Uh, anyway, back to my Australian friend. Let me say, it's been um, it's been been a, been a slow week, I guess, in in the old hockey world. It has. Um, Boring. I'm sure. Oh, the fuck. Well, there'll be games back by the time this airs. So yep, fuck, one game. I don't know. I'm sure it's not boring anymore. I just hope we're not shit after the um, after the break, and the boys can can keep the fire. fire. Good news is they were a little bit shitty, a little bit rusty. I'd say not shitty, rusty, but they pulled it out. Two points, two points, baby. Nobody asks how you get them, just ask that we get them. Lead underneath, and mm. we'll um, yeah, we'll just yeah, rip in and keep charging on to the to the playoffs and. I know the Battle of Alberta in the playoffs was fun last year, but fuck me, I hope they don't make it, eh? That'd be good as. Anyway, (laughs) um, going to go and have a drink because the man's not a camel, but Mm -hmm. I'll, uh, I don't know, fucking catch you on the next one. Play La Bamba. Play La Bamba, baby. Uh, Back to the question of the week, which is, again, what is your bold Oilers prediction for the rest of the season? Uh, This one comes in on Instagram. Zach. 
says, no ads at the deadline, fans I rate, long playoff run ensues. So he gave us a little yin and yang there. He gave us both sides of the coin. Uh, Trevor says, a steady climb up the standings and then destroying whatever competition we meet in the playoffs, proving we are finally ready for the last man round uh desi says oilers in seven in the cup finals fumingo says finish first in the division baby hazer says should do something Derek ryan on the first line is rather embarrassing i think you missed the point of the exercise hazer epic hunter says nuge and hyman both get 90 plus points chase says make the playoffs out first round that is from chase who it looks like is a leafs fan so that tracks He's just confusing the Oilers with what he gets on an annual basis, right? Right. Chris, you're up. Hey, Bag Milk. This is Chris. Hello. I've got a bold prediction for you. Give it to me. Here it is. I bet Stuart Skinner goes on an absolute heater Hmm. down the stretch, and that boy brings home the Calder. What do you think? Ooh, I love that. The Calder Trophy is the only trophy that the Oilers have yet to win as a franchise, and I would love nothing more than Stuart Skinner to go on a heater and him to get it. Come on. Could you imagine? The hometown boy is the one that ends the drought. I love it. I love it. I love it. I want it. Give it to me. Chris, I'm with you. I am with you. Come on. Sean, you're up. Hey, so I watch your show all the time. I've already DM'd you about this. I love Frank's picks. I think it's unreal. It's hilarious. I have a dog that's a German Shepherd mixed with like a Basset Hound. So she looks like a wiener dog Hmm. in length and height, but she's a German Shepherd. Anyways, that's why I love Frank and what you're doing. That being said, I have a lot of really, really good ideas and a lot of connections within the Oilers organization, such as one of the assistant coaches that's uh, for the Oil Kings. Hmm. That being said, I'd love to come chat with you at a coffee shop, whatever you want to do, FaceTime, I don't care. And I can just maybe vocalize some of my opinions and maybe you give me a little bit of your platform to have an interview an interview with me. And if you're cool with that, great. If you're not, that's okay too. My name's Sean Desjardins. And uh, yeah, I hope you get this. Thanks, man. Sean, thanks for the voicemail. I uh, appreciate you enjoying the content. Frank's very handsome. I understand why a lot of people like Frank. Uh, yeah, best, the best way to get... Here's the thing about this podcast is I'm going to be upgrading it a little bit to make it easier so that I can have more fan interactions. Like, you want to jump in and have a live conversation with me? I'm going to be able to do that once I get the roadcaster. So bear with me here, Sean. Please keep leaving voicemails. I will always play those, but bear with me. I'm going to have better options to interact because I think this podcast would be more fun if I have times where I'm actually recording and people could call in as an example, right? And then we could just have the conversation that you want to have. Um, The reality is I'm probably not going to go to a coffee shop with you. That's not a you thing. That's a me thing. I just don't like strangers. Everybody's a stranger. That's why I'm doing a podcast by myself, Sean. I'm just being honest with you. So bear with me. Give me the next couple of weeks and I'm going to upgrade what I've got going on in my home studio here so that we're going to be able to do more stuff like run through some of those ideas of yours. Cool? Ari, you're up. Ari. What's up, Bag Milk? How's it going? What's up, man? My bold prediction for the rest of the Oilers season and the playoffs is that Philip Broberg is going to be our unsung hero on the back end. Hmm. I love this man. I have loved this man ever since he posted that black and white photo of himself on Instagram. Showing off how jacked he is. Oh, I know the photo. I know the photo well, Ari. You know, that's when we inducted him into the all-abs team. He looked like a model, for fuck's sakes. He was on a Hollister poster, if you were uh, 
They're roughly the same age as me. <laughs> anyway, I like this. Bold predictions about Philip Broberg. Let's go. And with every game that I've seen, man, he's gotten better and better and better. He looks like a top four D man. He does. And I think for the rest of the season and the playoffs, he's going to channel his inner Victor Hedman, his inner Adam Larson, and just be arguably a top three D man on this team. I think that he's going to blow all of our expectations out of the water by the end of the year. He's going to be a staple on the all abs team. Hmm. That bold enough for you? What do you think? I uh, I like that a whole lot. If Philip Roberg can develop into the player that you think he is, Ari, and I, I'm back, I'm with you, Alan. I like it. I will have one of my worst aged takes of all time where I said, I think it was on Weather's Nation Radio, where I was just like, we should trade him because I think he's going to be good, but we need to win right now. So if he's developing into something substantial that quickly, that take by me is going to age so poorly. And you know what? I will be happy to own it. I will be happy to own it. Ari again, number two. Uh, hey, babe, it's Ari again. I have another bold prediction. Hmm. I think that this year, Ken Holland is going to give us what we want. Now, when do we as Oilers fans get what we want? Never. I don't remember the last time that happened. Draft so lottery. I think that's what's going to happen this year. I think Ken Holland is going to give us what we want and make the obvious move to make the team better. What is the obvious move? Now you got me intrigued, Ari. Is it Jacob Chikrin? Everybody wants Jacob Chikrin. And it's funny now that you got a couple of Oilers media members, like Bob Stoffer was saying on Oilers Now the other day. He's like, you know what? More I come, more I think about it, the more Jake Chikrin might make sense. So I wonder, Bob doesn't normally talk unless he knows something or he's heard something. So what does that mean, Bob? Are we reading the tea leaves here? Are we reading the tea leaves? Come on. Ooh, this one's exciting. I've got the Spruce Grove beatboxing champion up next. What say you? Man, I don't know what that Australian was fucking on about <laughs> earlier on in the voicemails. <laughs> Hang on now. Are you Googling random cities slash towns in Alberta? Because you are now the Spruce Grove beatboxing champion, and that is very specific. And if I don't hear any beatboxing in this voicemail, I'm going to be very upset. No need to fucking worry about the Oilers coming back after the break. They're always going to win 5-2, you know? I don't know why that bloke... Fucking worry. No reason to, mate. <laughs> just just fucking relax. Take a deep breath and play La Bamba, baby. Play La Bamba forever. Again, no uh no actual beatboxing in that voicemail. I was very upset. I was hoping for like a little something like that, you know? Can't win them all, bag milk. You can't win them all. Next up, this is an anonymous voicemail. What say you, anonymous caller? What's up, bitches? Oh no. The Queen. The Queen is back. She's back from the dead. We haven't heard from her in so long. The Queen, I'm sorry we forgot about you. My bold prediction is that Errol has a great second half. Then the whole nurse family, Darnell, Kia, and Sarah are going to go to everyone that has shit-talked Tim's house and box their ears. <laughs> Queen out. Wow. Queen making some bold predictions. They're going to box them out. I'd like to watch that. You know what? If you got three nurses attacking you like that, all you can do is hit the ground. You get down to the fetal position. That's all you can do in that scenario. Captain Felton. Tell me your wisdom, Captain Felton. 
Listen to better late than never, you must. Mm. <laughs> With bag milk, it is. <laughs> do or do not. There is no try. I love the captain. The fun thing about the captain is we were in Jasper for the pond hockey tournament. I did the recap on last week's episode. And then the very next weekend, he was staying in the exact same cabin we were at. Captain Felton, you were there just seven days too late. We could have played together. I could have seen you in your captain's outfit skating with your oiler flag jersey flag. I would have loved it. Last voicemail of the week. My bold Oilers prediction for the rest of the season, Mm -hmm. that win or lose, Connor will still win the Conn Smythe Trophy. Oh. That's a good one. That doesn't happen very often. That does not happen very often. So if Connor is going to win the Conn Smythe Trophy, despite whatever happens in the playoffs, you know what? I'm here for it. I am here for it. And uh, man, that one has me excited. And that's where we're going to wrap up the voicemail. If you want to leave me a voicemail, the link is in my link tree. You can get that on all my social platforms, Twitter, JSBN Bag Milk, Instagram, hi, my name is Bag Milk. Just go on, check it out. Slide on in there. You can answer the question of the week. If you're listening to this now and you're like, oh man, I got a bold Oilers prediction, pop in the voicemail. We'll play it. We'll play it next week, you know? We will play it next week. Or if you want to answer any of the questions, just go on back. We'll answer them all. What was the last one? Uh, What's on your sports bucket list? I still want to hear from you. Let us know what is going on in your life. Or if you want to be like Sean, you got ideas for the show, just leave them in there. And again, I promise I'm going to come up with some scenarios so we can do some calls. And right now, I'll get into it. Right now, the equipment that I'm running in my home studio is, it's, I don't want to say it's cheap because it's working well. And if you've been here since day one, you know how much the sound has improved over the course of a year. So it's doing its job. But the plans that I have for this podcast, the ideas that are in my head that I want to get out, I just can't do it under the cur- with my current setup. So the mixer I've got is a... What the fuck is this thing? It's a four-channel analog mixer essentially. It's an analog mixer that then goes into an audio box, USB 96. It digitizes the audio that goes into my laptop. The soundboard that you listen to, that is on my iPad. So it's a software that I bought that's on my iPad. I download all that shit in and then that goes in through just basically a lightning to um, a lightning cable into right and left audio. So it's not great. The setup, the setup isn't great. But what I can do when I have the roadcaster set up is I can sync my phone to the mixer via Bluetooth. And I could have a forwarding number attached to my phone so that I'm going to be like, I'm going to be live between now and now. If you want to call, give me a call. And then we can do that. Or I can just make calls out and it's going to be a lot easier. Like when I had Tyler on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, when he called me, I was just holding my phone up to the microphone and it sounded okay. But I've got bigger plans. You guys have asked me for more guests and I'm going to do it. So what I need to do is I need to upgrade some of the equipment. So going back to Sean's voicemail where he wants to be on the podcast, and we want to have a conversation about some ideas that he has. I'd love to do that. 
um, I just need to upgrade. So bear with me here over the next couple of weeks, maybe a month. I will have the new Rodecaster in here. I'm going to have a setup. I'm going to upgrade a bunch of my stuff in this home studio. And I'm going to see if I can't make this podcast level up even another way. So bear with me on that. I appreciate you guys riding with me so far. I know it's not perfect, but we're getting there. We're getting there. And that's where we're going to shut it down for the week. So I want to say thank you, of course, to the audio department, Trilogy Oilfield Rentals, and to Cattail Crossing Blades of Steel Pond Hockey Tournament. Again, I need you to go sign up. You're going to run out of time. SticksTogetherFoundation.com. SticksTogetherFoundation.com. Enter your team. Round up six of you. You and five buddies. You and five coworkers. You and five friends. You and five cousins and siblings or whatever you got put in a team february 18th and 19th you've got less than a week to sign up and i promise you're gonna have a great time got it good so with that we're gonna wrap up the podcast i'm gonna say fairly well cut it a little bit short this week because i think i've got a feeling that maybe there's going to be a bonus episode of the podcast coming later in the week don't quote me on that it's just a feeling i've got in my loins you know thanks for being here Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.